1: Shaletta's got this day off, uh, so John Hines, that's me, I'm talking like the third person here. So I'm filling in, and I'm glad that you're along. You know, I I mentioned this before the break, that last, last Sunday was the number one day of the year for online dating, which I was surprised to read, but the people at Match say that um, that it, it just it jumps exponentially. That that Sunday, they call it Dating Sunday, as a matter of fact, the busiest online dating day of the year. Millions of Americans seeking a fresh start in their romantic life are expected to flood the dating apps, and this is what happened this past Sunday, marking the unofficial Dating Sunday the year's busiest day for online romance. And Match, along with eHarmony, which I'm pretty sure they're the same company. Am I right about that? Do you know that for for a fact, Josh? I'm not sure.
2: I'll have to to look that one up real quick.
1: I think it's the same company. Anyway, um, I, I went the Match route. I did that over a year ago. I'm trying to figure out when I did it. I know it wasn't the Sunday after the new year, but I had a great date about that time and it's, it's still working. So what's your online dating story? I am surprised every now and then when I say, well, yes, we met on match. Somebody says, oh yeah, well, that's how I met my wife or whatever. And, and there are some, some tips, some hints some things that you should do, some things that you should avoid. But dating Sunday, Tinder also says that the number of direct messages sent on their app increases by 22% on that Sunday. So it's been several years that they've been tracking this and continually see that that first Sunday of the new year is a big deal for them. So, uh, six, five, one, four, six, one, nine, two, two, six. If you want to call and chime in on this, are you a person who has done this? Have you utilized this? Are you satisfied? Were you dissatisfied? I'm surprised that, uh, the, the, the number of people, uh, that has just jumped it, it it's, it's, Significant here, but um, it's. I, I, I want to get your take on this. So six five one four six one nine two two six, that's the uh, CCO talk and text line. So, so Josh, share your story. Can you share your story? Will you share no, your story? Yeah,
2: I, I can definitely share it. Uh, so, and I looking up, uh, looking at the match group right now. It looks like they own uh, Tinder Match Something called medic okay Cupid hinge plenty of fish and our time, and other dating global brands, so they own a bunch of them, especially the more uh uh renowned ones that are used in twenty twenty four so
1: yeah, uh, yeah yeah
2: i i am a tinder guy i uh used it for maybe not even a few months, and I ended up finding my now wife on Tinder and uh she was- cur- uh attending. Uh, Saint Catherine, Saint Kate's, as they call it, uh, yeah. University in Saint Paul, and I uh, met up with her down there, and kind of as they say, the rest is history. Uh, so it was, you know, there was a lot of similarities between us as far as our passionate love for hockey. She, ironically, is a Colorado Avalanche fan. She was born in, um, she was born in Grand Junction, Telluride area out there, and uh, she happens to be a Colorado girl. And I'm a Minnesota Wild fan. I'm a diehard of the. Uh, of the wild so it kind of worked out great in that respect a uh, little uh couples competition if you will so it was it was a yeah. good match well that's cool and how many years now uh so we we met in 2014 October of fourteen and then we were married we were actually engaged in February of uh we actually didn't we didn't take long we we were engaged by February of fifteen and then uh, October, uh excuse me we were married in February of 19, so we actually were engaged for quite a while before we, you know, finally
1: did the did the yeah, wedding. Yeah.
2: Because
1: weddings are expensive. You, yes, they are. <laughs> yes. Even if, you, even if you try to go keep it low profile, it's a costly yes. endeavor. So um, there's some tips here for dating like a pro. And if you have a story about meeting someone online, dating someone, or if you know someone who did and they married, whatever, uh, encourage them to call 651-461-9226. They say that some of the tips that you need to use, if you are going down this road, freshen up your profile, update your bio with recent hobbies and interests and goals, include attractive photos that showcase your personality. I was stunned. No, maybe not so much, but surprised somewhat when I started on match and I was looking at, you know, these women's profiles, but their their pictures are just like doused in filters of some sort. You know what I'm talking about, Josh, where it's like, where they smooth everything out and they, they one of the things that the people at Match eHarmony say: ditch the filters, use yeah. authentic photos that accurately represent you.
2: Yeah, that's kind of where the I think the there's a new app that a lot of like teenagers and high schoolers use. Uh, it's called Be Real, where you can't really use a lot of those filters. It's pretty much the the, uh, the authentic, authenticity of uh, you know connecting online and stuff like that. Where. Uh, you know that was is the opposite of what some of these apps allow you to do, where it's basically all filter no uh, no real aspect to it, so it's definitely uh, become a problem, and they've tried to ditch it as much as possible because it just creates issues with you know the matchmaking process, so to speak.
1: I was surprised too for, to hear from other women uh, that they said, "Oh yeah, the number of guys who stand there and pose without a shirt on or flex in front of the bathroom mirror or whatever." It's like, really? People do that? And these women say, yes, that that's what they were seeing on match. So this whole authenticity thing or lack of it is a two-way street in some cases. You're you're
2: telling me you don't get up in the morning, especially on a Saturday like this, and flex in the mirror first thing before you brush your teeth? I didn't.
1: I didn't have time this morning. Oh, okay. Yeah. Otherwise, oh, yes. That's has got a prep for it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, at my age, Josh, I just kind of stretch out and make sure everything works. You know, it's like, you know, the, the joints, the, the bones, all of this stuff here. So, um, they say to keep your profile concise, aim for a 25 word bio that captures your essence and sparks conversation. I I don't know. I mean I, I think I think my initial bio on match when I put it up, it's like well, they fortunately they're not weren't charging by the word, but cut her back a bit, Heinz. Cut it back, edit, edit, and edit some more. They also say be upfront about your intentions. Are you just seeking a date? Or are you looking for a long term relationship? Did you do that on Tinder? Does Tinder ask that same thing?
2: It's been a minute. I don't even know if they do. They may have made some advancements with that because I know some people are just looking for, I guess, companionship, and other people are looking for the real deal. So I suppose that is probably a, 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 an option when it comes to Tinder. I, it's It's been a hot minute since I've been on there for sure. But um, I imagine there are options available because, you know, everybody kind of has their own thing. So
1: Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Hey, share your story. I mean, and even if it's a disastrous story, because we've, we're we not beholding to anybody on any of these sites. So uh, 651-461-9226. You could text uh, or call in. I'd love to hear from you because then I get a better sense for what you're saying and, and your attitude about all of this. So we'll do that, too. Six five one four six one nine two two six. That's the uh, WCCO radio talk and text line, and we'll share your comments and see what you have to say. So just jump right in. Let's take a time out here. It's a quarter after one. It's one fifteen. We'll take this time out. Temperatures are still above zero, but they're going to get considerably colder later in the week. When we get to the forecast, I'll give you the full rundown. We'll be back after this at News Talk eight three zero WCCO. Hey, good afternoon. John Hines in for Shaletta Brundage here. 19 minutes after 1 o'clock, and we're talking about uh, the, the, this past Sunday, so it'll be a week tomorrow, was the busiest day for online dating. That, according to Match, Match.com, and the people at Tinder say the same thing. Of course, we now know that they are all basically the same company. But that being said, I, I was reminded of this. We got a text here. Uh, the WCCO talk and text line that says, um, my son met his wife on K-102 Dateline back in 1996. And I forgot about that. That's where I used to work there. And and there was, uh, radio stations were doing this. They had a Dateline where, and I don't even remember the particulars of how it worked. And here, as long as we're talking about things that... Um, uh, that that go that way. I um, hosted on Channel 11 on Sunday nights a show called TV Personals. An employee there had the idea to put together a television show. You're probably not familiar with this, Josh. This was a number of years ago. Um, but it, the way this worked is... People would come on the show. I forget how it generated revenue. I think they had, I don't know if they had to pay to be on the show or you had to pay to respond to somebody, but it was just like the personal ads that were in the newspapers back in the day, only this time you got to see them. So they would, they would come on and it was a half hour TV show. I would meet them, interview them and, uh, you know, find about their, their likes and dislikes. And then people who were watching that show would match up. It didn't last, though, because of the uh, Internet. You know, when they talk about how, you know, video killed the radio, uh, boy, Internet killed the uh, online dating thing, or the, 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 the personals uh, it just slammed it shut. But it was an interesting idea. It just... It was it 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 fizzled before it even had a chance to get going. And I every now and then I run into somebody who says, "Oh yeah, I was on that show," and it's like, "I'm sorry, I don't remember."
2: I about. I do remember the K102 bit, the 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 uh, the K102 wine? Wake Up Crew whole dating thing. I remember that, but I don't remember uh, the Care 11 bit.
1: No, you wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah it was very short lived short lived, whatever, however you want to say that it didn't last long. And again, you know, the internet comes along and just, you know, crushes it, you know, the same way. It's, you know, um, it, it, it's changed so many things. So do you have an online dating story you want to share? You're willing. Do you, are you bold enough to share it? Six, five one, four six, one, nine, two, two, six, so before you met your wife, Josh, did you have any missteps on Tinder?
2: Not really, um, I just kinda just I was very passive with it, I just kinda I didn't take it as seriously as probably a lot of people do. I was more so just. I guess kind of throwing it out there, and then if it, whatever stuck, I went with it. So there wasn't a whole lot about like options or you know miscues or missteps or anything with it. I more so just uh, you know the sample size wasn't big enough for for that. Fortunately, so ah good, yeah, good, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: You narrow not, your not, parameters. A, not a good
2: feel. Not a good way to spend a Saturday, though. I will tell you that much.
1: What's that? You mean uh, just having the... a
2: misstep or a miscue in a oh. in a in a, uh, a shot at a relationship? Uh, it's already you know, two degrees outside. I can't imagine the ice cold feeling of getting rejected on Tinder right now.
1: So (laughs) that's a good way to put it. Yes. I've been shut down twice. Most by both by mother nature and on Tinder. I, um, I I had a few lunches. Uh, That's pretty much, or, or maybe it was afternoon happy hours, um, where I met up with somebody when I was trying the match thing. Um, and 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 there was one that was I I'm stunned even for me that I was so to, so totally scammed uh, because I am the most skeptical person that I know I I don't fall for for those sorts of things but I did in this case uh, but fortunately I bounced back recovered. And um, and met the right person. So, as a matter of fact, uh, she and I are going to be um, we're we're doing you know a WCCO Radio Good Neighbor Tour that's going to be advertised. I think beginning next week. This we're going to Norway, and um, and we are going together. So we'll get a chance to meet WCCO Radio listeners who go along on the WCCO Radio Good Neighbor Tour. Holiday vacations, going to Norway, see the Fjords. I know it's Fjords. I just say Fjords to aggravate Norwegian Trying
2: to get people mad on CCO. Yes.
1: uh, Get get them agitated. Get them irritated. Get get them going a bit. So anyway, um, apparently not a lot of participants who are uh, utilizing Match eHarmony, Plenty of fish. Uh, there was another site too. I remember. It's just lunch, was one of those dating sites, where so everybody knows, you know what we're, the 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 playing field. The playing field is level. We're meeting up just for lunch. You're buying your lunch. I'm buying my lunch, and we'll see if it goes anywhere from there. So uh, I wonder if that's also owned by. I know that they had some people push back, uh, people because you paid significantly to belong to that to that that site. I also think everybody's kind of everybody's kind
2: of branched out and done their own thing. You know, you have Christian Mingo FarmersOnly dot com, all these different sites now where, whatever fits your demographic, whatever fits exactly the, you know, whatever makes this the the size of the pool smaller for you of the fish, so to speak. Uh, is is more so what you you can dive into. And that's, I think, what these, like, extra sites and dating apps are for is, you know, if you want to really, really narrow narrow down your options, go to this site, and you can, you know, make it easier on yourself, whether that's effective or not. I have yet to kind of hear feedback on that. But, you know, Christian Mingo, Farmers Only, all these different sites are definitely, I think have definitely kind of helped crack down a little bit more of the uh, sample size, if you will.
1: Yeah, that, I think you're absolutely right. I I know people who have participated on is it called J date? Um, I think for uh, for people of of the the Jewish faith who want to meet like minded people. Yes. So yeah. Okay. But well, yeah, that makes good sense. And it does, as you say, Josh. It does um, uh, narrow the, the the pool or or make the pool more shallow. Drain one end of the pool. <laughs> so or however, whatever term. Whatever term you're going to Whatever use an to analogy describe it, yes. yeah. yeah, find something there. So, um, because you don't want to be fishing in deep waters and end up with uh, a bottom feeder, which well, that doesn't sound yes. good either, does no, it? it doesn't. <laughs> Look, at I got a sturgeon. Yes, <laughs> so, yeah. first date. Oh. First
2: date, and you already called me a bottom feeder. How dare you?
1: I, well, that's just. That's the luck of the draw here. Hey, we're coming up um, 128 here. News Talk 830 WCCO. Cold weather continues. I'll give you the forecast details uh, in ex- uh, extensively here. But some uh, just single-digit highs for the next several days uh, and some overnight lows well below zero. All of that next on News Talk 830 WCCO. John Hines in. For Shaletta Brundage, 34 years, as a matter of fact, with a couple of breaks in there, I think, because of some setbacks due to uh, the pandemic, but 34 years for the uh, annual it, for the uh, 34th Annual Martin Luther King Jr. Holiday Breakfast happening. And it's happening at the Convention Center in downtown Minneapolis. One of the biggest celebrations, recognitions uh, in, in, the, in the country, for that matter. Joined by uh, Tamara Azamoa. I hope I'm saying that right, Tamara. And I appreciate you- your joining me this morning here on WCCO. Tamara is the uh, uh, Vice President of Corporate Strategy and Growth for General Mills. Thanks for making yourself available to talk about and to preview this uh, this big day Saturday morning. Or Monday morning, Monday morning.
3: Monday morning, Monday morning, bright and early. I'm excited to be here with you. And interesting because you were saying that we might have taken a couple of breaks in there for COVID. We actually didn't. We, we have celebrated this breakfast every year for the past 34 years. During COVID, we just did it virtually. So we missed it, and we're excited to be back completely in person this year.
1: That's what I should have said. I should have said uh, returning in person we uh, while celebrating yeah. the life and legacy. You have a great lineup of speakers, uh, the keynote speaker. There's, give me a rundown. First of all, I want to let people know, that um, the doors will open at the convention center at 7 a.m. And I imagine it's going to be a lot of uh, uh, hustling around and such because of everybody dressed for the winter. So you've got to find places to hang up your coats and your jackets and such. But get there early. Get there on time. Um, I think the breakfast itself starts at 730. Is that right, Tamara? So we serve breakfast
3: at 7.30. The official program starts at 8. So the official programs runs 8 to 9.30. You're correct that doors open at 7, and um, we're serving breakfast at 7.30. So come early. Leave lots of time to get settled, to, to, to be greeting um, uh, lots of friends, coworkers, people in the community. It's going to be a good time.
1: How many people do you anticipate will, uh, will attend this event?
3: Um, we, we are, we literally just sold it in the last couple of days and we are um, right at 2,500 people. Um, oh this my. is either at or slightly above, um, totals that we had pre-pandemic. So we are excited to have all of that energy in the room to celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King.
1: I, I am uh, also very pleased to announce that WCCO radio, we'll be broadcasting uh, the uh, live events portion beginning at 8 a.m. on Monday morning, so you'll be able to hear everything that is going on. Tell me about uh, the uh, what we're anticipating for uh, the speakers, the keynote address, and those things that, that go with this, uh, Tamara. Absolutely. I would
3: love to do that. Um, we are really pivoting off our theme for this year, which is Leading Onward, Elevating New Voices for Justice and Equality. And in that spirit, um, our keynote speaker this year is Marley Diaz. Um, She is a young author, an entrepreneur, and cultural influencer, and most importantly, an advocate for bringing new voices to the conversation. When she was 11, she started a movement to get more books um, that had Black girls as the protagonists in schools, on the shelves of public libraries, and she far exceeded her goal, had 15,000 books donated across the country towards that effort, and she has been building her momentum since then. Um, We're going to have a moderated conversation with her, and the moderator is going to be Dr. Uhuru Williams, he is a professor of history and the founding director of the Racial Justice Initiative at the University of St. Thomas. So you're going to get to hear both a local voice and a national voice on how people today are bringing new energy, um, sort of new ways of really achieving Dr. Martin Luther King's um, dream of, of making this a more just, a more equal
1: world. You know, the neat thing is, too, there's also some great music from both uh, the the group Known, which is uh, a uh, Minneapolis-based, I think they're audition-based, right, Uh, youth choir. Yes. And so we actually have two really
3: great local acts. Um, You referenced Known Minneapolis. They're an audition-based youth choir um, that is uh, founded and directed by Cortland Pickens. Um, Their age range runs from age 12 to age 25, and they really anchor in helping young people truly find their voice, both figuratively and literally, and um, helping to build their esteem and showing them how they can be um, an agent for positive change in the world. So we're excited to have them. And we're also gonna have a group called None Above, um, for those of you that have, that follow america 's Got Talent, they were on america 's Got Talent back in two thousand and eighteen um, based right here in the twin cities it 's a four sibling band and they describe their sound as being positive alternative pop um, so excited to um, to have them both perform individually as well um, as well as a collective
1: oh cool tamara asimov my uh, Asimov, my guest here. Uh, this afternoon on WCCL Radio talking about the MLK Day breakfast coming up Monday at the Minneapolis Convention Center. Is it still possible, I'm curious to know, for people to get tickets for this event?
3: I, I will never say no. The easiest way to find that out is to go to MLK Breakfast. Dot com. I'll say that again, mlkbreakfast.com, that is where you can find all information relevant to the breakfast, including um, including tickets. I think we were getting right down to the wire, getting to our full capacity of 2,500, but for the latest and greatest is absolutely go there. And if you, okay. if you can't get tickets, you're absolutely right in be, then being able to listen to WCCO radio, to it live or afterwards on that same link. Um, they'll be able to access uh, the full recording um, starting the Tuesday afterwards.
1: I would like to also, just because I'm a a big supporter of the hometown companies here, but to mention that besides Best Buy, besides uh, UNCF, and I think everybody is familiar with with them as they are recognizing their 80th anniversary. But General Mills also, again, partnering uh, with this to, to help sponsor, put this event on. So uh, I applaud your company, Tamara, and uh, I appreciate the good things that you do. As a matter of fact, G, in this case, in General Mills, G is for good. Explain that connection
3: it is um so one of our founding values is that g stands um for good and for us that means how are we showing up in our hometown communities and helping to make those communities better and we absolutely see the breakfast as one of the core pillars of how we do that it's how are we bringing people together reminding them of what our core values are and how are we helping people to live that out on a daily weekly monthly basis and a very practical way um to do that is um, General Mills and UNCF are once again partnering with Hands-On Twin Cities as our volunteerism partner. Um, and on the day off, as well as that week and throughout, if you go to MLKBreakfast.com, you'll find a lot of really great opportunities to get out into the community and um, and be hoping to live out the vision of Dr. Martin Luther King.
1: Well, I think that, from my recollection, in my history, uh, Tamara, that's what MLK Day has become, Martin Luther King a junior's Day recognition has become was a day of service uh, for uh, and and many employers giving that time off and hoping that their employees will utilize that as a time of service.
3: Exactly. Um, even at General Mills, one of the things that we're doing is we can't accommodate all of our employees in person at the breakfast, but we're doing a simulcast in the building. And then immediately after the simulcast, we're having an on-site volunteering event where we're having employees be able to bring their, uh, their, uh, their kids, their families on site um, to be participating in a way of giving back. So I'm, I'm absolutely hopeful that that's happening across the Twin Cities and across the state of Minnesota.
1: All right. I want to remind everybody, too, that if you are unable to attend this breakfast at the Minneapolis Convention Center on Monday morning uh, with the doors opening at 7, breakfast at 730 and the program begins at 8, you'll hear that program in its entirety on uh, news talk 830 WCCO radio so uh, a great opportunity as we uh, uh, present and provide that so Tamara thank you for coming on here with me this Saturday afternoon to get the information out you you know this very well you've got it you've got it all figured out. I appreciate your joining me um, it was a pleasure to be here thank you for having me you take care it is coming up one forty three uh, we could take a break uh, on this in uh get some more information, but I hope that you get that opportunity to uh, participate or at least listen in Uh, this um, Marley Diaz just sounds like a phenomenal young lady who has got a great story to tell. And uh, our guest from St. Thomas is also going to be a a, a special, a special um, invitation, a special opportunity to listen to uh, Yohuru Williams, Dr. Williams will join and uh, talk about some of the things that are happening at St. Thomas and such as he moderates the discussion with Marley Diaz. This time out, we'll be back with more here. News Talk 830 WCCO. Good afternoon again. John Hines in for Shaletta Brundage on this Saturday afternoon. It's uh, 145. Football. Wild card and playoff football begins this weekend, and it begins today, as a matter of fact. After we are off the air today, what about um, right away? I'm trying to double check my my start times here. What time is that first game with uh, uh, the Texans and the Cleveland Browns? You have that at yep. your fingertips. 3:30 p.m. 3.30 3:30 uh,
2: kickoff. I believe central time. I'll have to double check that. But uh, I know yeah, you're right. is the first, first game. And then uh, uh, we have the uh, Dolphins and Chiefs at uh, 7 p.m. tonight.
1: What do you make of that game being uh, behind a paywall? Um, a playoff game in the NFL. A playoff game, for goodness sakes. Yeah. Uh, but only if you have Peacock or are in the Kansas City or Miami area. Will you be able to view it? So you're going to have to pay uh, as little as six ninety nine for that game. Well, I suppose the NFL has fallen on hard times, so they need the money. Yeah, I don't.
2: I mean, I can I also credit it to uh, a lot of people are big Taylor Swift fans, and they want to follow wherever she goes because uh, who doesn't you know, want that, to follow oh, Taylor Swift and whether or not she's going to be at the game and why not? The Swifties will definitely pay the six ninety nine to see if she's at the game and. That's a good business decision by Peacock. If if I were them, and to be honest, most people, whether you're a Miami fan or you are a Chiefs fan, probably have six ninety nine in your pocket to watch the game. I get well, the frustration yeah. with the streaming service, but uh, yeah, it's it's. it's
1: I a small I can. Af- no, no, Josh, Josh, Josh. It's 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 the principle of the yeah. thing. Yep. No, I get it's, you. I can afford six ninety nine, but it's just like. Come on. Yeah.
2: Really? It, 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 uh, as as Lake and I talked about yesterday, you used to be able to just watch these games on everything. You wouldn't have to go the extra mile to get, you know, an extra cable channel. You wouldn't have to go get an extra streaming service. That usually, we, him and I both have grown up on the principle of it's on Fox, it's on CBS, it's on NBC, and that's it.
1: Yes. And then, of course, this year, the added Thursday night wrinkle of uh, Prime. <laughs> um, yep. Prime all the way through, uh, except for a couple of games on NFL Network, which you can find on most basic cable platforms. But gee whiz. (laughs) And now I should point out, you mentioned this earlier, and we can talk about this again some more later, but the uh, one particular game has been uh, kicked now to Monday because of exceedingly um, unpleasant weather. For the Steelers and Bills game, right?
2: Yes, uh, I think a lot of people also are trying to push for the Kansas City game to get pushed. But let's be honest, uh, because I'm a Wild fan, I know exactly how brutal the temperatures were when we had the Winter Classic here just a couple years ago. Uh, I don't feel I don't feel too bad for the Kansas City fans that have to withstand negative twenty nine wind chill at the at the most because it's you know. Welcome to winter. You got to be, you got to be, if you're football, if you're hockey tough, you got to be football tough too.
1: Yeah, exactly right. To heck with them. So yeah, yeah, you know, and and the thing about it is now that they've got all this money for Peacock subscribers for the, uh, for the Saturday night game here between the chiefs and Miami, they're not going to move it now. And I'll bet that factored into the decision because they would have to shut everything down and, uh, and read reconnect everything i i don't know i just um yeah it's just crazy yeah crazy crazy uh, do you have any dog in the fight anybody that you're pulling for at this particular point
2: um so uh i'm a baker mayfield fan because i'm from oklahoma so I, i'm cheering for him against the eagles on monday night football i'm glad that's not on peacock but um i i, I do I, I kind of just want to enjoy a lot of the games. This is some of the best matchups that we've had in playoff football in a while. There's not too many, you know, lopsided matchups between the teams because there's not a whole lot of, like, solidified great teams that are out there. There's usually, like, all these big super power, you know, NFL teams that are in the in the fight. But this year it's kind of, you know, teams that are hovering above 500 and are, you know, basically have been humanized for, throughout the whole season. There's not... A whole lot of you know undefeated or two or one or three lost teams. It's pretty much you know you have teams that are have have weaknesses and you know you don't know what you're going to get when you get that uh, mixed bag of tricks.
1: My um, uh, a friend of ours just sent a text to the CCO talk and text line. Says that if you really want, you can get the replay of that Chiefs Miami game tonight at eleven o'clock on NFL Network. <laughs> assuming you get. NFL network.
2: You have to stay so, off social media the entire night though. That's the trick. Yeah. That's the trick with it. <laughs>
1: well, you have to I know people rock. though. Yeah. I know people who have, uh, who have, who feel very strongly about that. They don't want anybody tipping their hand ahead of time. Yeah. You know, my son, my younger son has become somewhat just, you know, dabbling with some of the online wagering sites that are out there. And he bet last week, in uh, Detroit no question about it because he said that coach will play everybody all of his starters all the way through uh it just doesn't matter uh, and of course as it turned out it did matter because he didn't he uh bang up his tight end at the late in the game Talbot
2: yeah yep, yep. and and it's funny to say that uh h lake and I because I filled in for Christopher Tubbs yesterday on the lake show and him and I actually have uh, a $20 bill on the line between the uh, Eagles and uh, Bucks. I have the Bucks. He has the Eagles. So uh, there's your C- WCCO wager wire, if you will.
1: <laughs> well, I hate to tell you this, but I- I'm more inclined. I don't know about your sports background, Josh, but I, I know about Henry's. So I yeah. I-, I think I'm going to roll with Henry on this one. Yes. So <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just the way it – just the way that it it plays out, it it happens that way. So, um, someone wanted to know, we were talking about the online dating earlier, got a text at six, five, one, four, six, one, nine, two, two, six. Somebody wondering how did that date scam you? I'm skeptical too, and haven't ventured into the online dating thing because it scares me. Uh, as it turns out, uh, that individual turned out to be just a fraud. And, uh, fortunately, uh, I turned off the bank of John before it got we got too far into it. so it was it's that simple. That's when I, I say I was I was scammed or whatever my my mistake, my bad. so um, football this afternoon and tonight if you can see it and except now what time was that game tomorrow that was supposed to be played that got bumped to Monday?
2: I believe that was the uh, the nightcap. I believe that was the 7 o'clock game.
1: Okay. And it'll be at what? I think um, 3.30 in the afternoon, 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 Central on Monday now, correct?
2: Yes. Yep. Monday will be, uh, looks like, if I can pull it up here. It's kind of disappeared. Okay. Uh, Yeah. It was supposed to be actually at noon tomorrow. They moved it to Monday at 3.30, so uh, we'll have... Browns and Texans today at 3.30, then Dolphins and Chiefs tonight. And then the Packers and Cowboys will be tomorrow at 3.30. Rams and Lions will be tomorrow night. And then Eagles-Bucks tomorrow night on Monday Night Football. And then the uh, afternoon game, or uh, on Monday, I should say. And then Monday afternoon will be uh, now Steelers and Bills.
1: You know, I, I picture the likes of uh, uh, the Steel Curtain or the uh, uh, the Grape Crush on the fields during these cold, cold temperatures, and uh, you see them in the huddle and nothing but the uh, steam vapors coming out as they're all breathing as one team. And it think, I wonder if football has just gotten softer uh, or if, you know, it's just more catering. And, and, and you know, the fans, you're, with what you're paying these days, you want to be in a more comfortable environment. You don't yeah. want to be... Spending, you know, $250 just to go, you know, the, freeze somewhere somehow. Yeah, so so, so
2: I was watching uh, the NFL countdown crew this morning on ESPN, and they actually showed some of the, I guess, apparel that the Kansas City players are set to wear. And I guess I didn't realize this, and I don't know the science behind how this helps with frigid cold temperatures, but apparently some of them are wearing wetsuits. I guess maybe you would know more about that. Uh, given your current location as far as, you know.
1: Well, the, the the idea behind that suit, though, is it keeps all of your body heat in. Got it. Um, you know, uh, it, it, so, yeah, I've, I've been in a, a tank before uh, at the Minnesota Zoo, as a matter of fact, wearing a wetsuit, and it was amazing the difference that it made uh, way back when the Minnesota Zoo had beluga whales. I went scuba diving with the beluga whales and it was my first time ever putting on a wet suit. Um it, people who who understand this far better than I do uh will know more about it but yes it's um so here's a text says how do I watch the games if I don't have internet? Well, go to the nearby saloon. Yes. That that's yeah. the only thing I can offer. I mean Uh, Most of those bars, especially if you go to a sports bar, uh, they're going to be paying the extra because the NFL will be charging them to uh, have that game broadcast and shown on their television. So uh, I'm sure that they've got it figured out. That's just the way it's going to work. It is, uh, what am I looking at here? Uh, Right now, we've got um, 156. Working our way today to a high temperature of 8 degrees above zero overnight tonight. Uh, cold, very cold. That's pretty much what you need to know. As a matter of fact, some single-digit highs for the next several days uh, with overnight lows below zero if we get above zero during the day. So that's the way that's going to all play. Coming up after the news at the top of the hour... A guest I'm looking forward to chatting with. We spoke once before, but I just continue to enjoy reading in one of my, one of my favorite authors, David Housewright. We'll talk about the latest for Rushmore McKenzie and what we can expect for upcoming Rushmore McKenzie novels and more at News Talk 830 WCCL. Stick around. John Hines in for Shaletta Brundage this afternoon.